Welcome to the Be Awesome podcast, where we discover ways of becoming our most awesome selves. Fitness makes it to the top of my checklist, irrespective of the time of the year, whether it's a New Year's resolution or a monthly goal list, or when I can't fit into those cute pair of pants I got six months ago. For me, fitness means extra willpower. It doesn't come easy, and I fall off the bandwagon constantly. Maybe we should be approaching fitness in perhaps a way that doesn't involve an uphill battle or negative body image or even stress of being fit. Let's hear it from the horse's mouth with Josefa Talib, one of the few certified strength and conditioning specialists from NSCA in the United States. Josefa was a banker before giving it all up to become a coach. A sportsman from his college days, he loved sprinting and long-distance running and cricket. These were what inspired him to dive into the world of fitness. He also finished in the top 10 of the Mr. India 2014 contest. Well, another feather in his cap today is that he's the guest on the Be Awesome podcast. Welcome, Josefa. Hey, hi, what's up? How are you? That was a very uh, elaborate uh, introduction. I haven't heard about myself in a very long time. I uh, I love the fact that you were in the top 10 of Mr. India 2014. Quite the okay. celebrity. Let's not talk about that. Let's not go there. I, these are some things that I want to forget about my life. And this happens to be one of those episodes. Yes. <laughs> sure. L- let's start with a basic question, right? Which um, we all kind of know the answers to. But let's hear your version of it. Why does fitness matter? Um. So firstly, let me just define uh, what fitness could be for uh, for me and what it should be for everybody else before we actually get into why fitness matters. Because uh, I think if I answer that question, the uh, rest of it just falls in place. So basically, this is how I, okay. I would probably want to define fitness. Uh, basically, it is a state of mind that uh, convinces you to do a lot of things that probably you wouldn't if uh, you weren't fit. So it's a, it's a patternized uh, brain structure which involves a lot of great discipline and determination, which comes with as a part and parcel of being fit. Um, what's the first thing you tell people who are trying to build a new habit of you know, getting fit, whatever their reason may be for uh, doing so? So firstly, we, we uh, at the Outfit Gym, where uh, I actually train out of from, uh, we do not really have these tough conversations uh, straight up. We legit tell people that you got to enjoy this process. It's not about just coming in, setting up goals and uh, killing yourself and achieving them. It's about enjoying the entire process because fitness is not about month one to month six. It's a, it's a process that does not stop. There is destination after destination after destination. It's a, it's a journey that has no end. Like you cannot just say that, okay, after three months, you lose your five kgs and then what? And what about that? So do not look at the destination, look at the process, look at coming to the gym every day, look at doing something physical every day, enjoy that process, enjoy sweating it out, enjoy eating food that makes you look good, enjoy doing things that boost your confidence. This is is a holistic approach to sustaining longer. If you you come with a rigid mindset saying that, okay, it is good, it is good, I appreciate a lot of people who are rigid in the mindset because that rigidity we could probably use it in 
the day to day activities of not giving up we want rigid mindsets also but it shouldn't be so rigid that uh, it's driven out of uh, aim that is very shallow because fitness is deep this is what i sometimes tell my clients that uh, right now you're fishing shallow waters you got to fish deep sea waters and that's where you'll start enjoying the real essence of uh, fitness wonderful i love this motto of yours which i read about where you said it's all in the head would you expand on that what does it mean in the so, context of fitness so when i and just i'll just go a little brief in this because uh, when i started off my early days into uh, studying strength and conditioning and getting into this industry uh, there was a time when i used to be like okay it's all about what kind of weight to lift and what kind of body type you are how fit you look mm-hmm. it was about that but over a period of time when i kept studying and studying and studying and learning and experimenting and applying that's why you got to understand that uh, those things are the most easiest part and uh, uh, patternizing your brain putting your brain through a pattern is the tough part people re- usually mess up on that aspect of uh, life where they cannot pattern structure their mindset their thinking their capability to understand the process because that's where the magic begins the magic is in the head is in the mind it's the way you think it's the way you put your brain to use and trust me it's a wonderful way to transform your life these things will not matter diet will not seem like a diet working out won't seem like a workout even in your day to day life what you currently do will not actually look like work because it's just a part of your time that you need to pass through the day right your real goal setting mm-hmm. get like the whole like if you just take your life in and take a a fitness into a fitness uh, enthusiast life and if you see what exactly happens in the process you you have a vision you have a goal then you work in day and day day in and day out to achieve that goal right this is what fitness also gives you that you have a vision you have a vision to the year or a goal for the year okay basically i want to be running say say half marathon this year or full marathon and then day in and day out you keep telling yourself okay i got to go to the gym i got to go to run i got to recover i got to eat well and it's a it's a process that is not stop and what happens at the end of the year you achieve your goal because it's something that you put your hard work into you put your mind into and this only happens in the head it cannot happen now because there are times when you will want to slack off these things and that's where your mind comes into picture and that's why so many times i've told a lot of people that when they have these tough decisions to make i said it's just all in your head you decide what you want at the your end it's all in the head because if you put your pattern in place and if you are rigid on that there's something called as uh, brain plasticity right the more and more and more it's a it's a term it's a legendary term that uh, comes into neuroscience when you actually get into studying this the more and more and the more and more you practice the more and more you do something then it just becomes a part of your daily activities you know i did want to sneak in uh, my usual exercise session before i have this call with you so i feel this guilty but uh, for me you know fitness becomes an uphill battle with my demons who want to lay back on the couch or do you know use busy as an excuse for skipping out a little so how does one stay on course when fitness isn't a naturally enjoyable activity like watching netflix for instance are there any hacks to fool the brain into exercise there are there are a lot of hacks to fool your uh, brain into exercising but are you first thing you got to ask this question for uh, who are you doing this because a lot of people this there's a lot of peer pressure that is in the in the industry right now in terms of uh, 
like personally i experience a lot of clients also have that because they see their friends do it so they want to get into this they see somebody on an instagram do it so they want to get into it some celebrities taken up an eight pack movie so they want to do it for that so a lot of people lack that as their uh, i think that's the that's that's where the faults begin because you're not doing it for the right purpose you need to have a purpose when you start doing this if you really today think about it saying that okay the, the whole corona episode that hit in why did a lot of people start taking vitamin c zinc these were the things that every mm-hmm. fitness guy probably or i probably would give my clients year on and day in and day out for them is because they need that for recovery to improve their immunity to build muscles to recover well to give a to get them a good sleep and these are all immunity boosters these are not fighting you directly with the disease they're just upping your immunity along with exercises why do people pick this up suddenly because there's a lot of fear right they thought okay if we are healthy today if we take all of these things we might not get infected which is true uh, you have a higher chance of not getting those uh, infections into your body so out of fear we picked up uh, fitness and a lot of people out of peer pressure pick up fitness a lot of people pick up fitness for the pure love of sweating it out but that's where a lot of people drop out and this is where a lot of people think that okay it's not like a netflix activity somebody who really enjoys going and working out will take and choose these activities over netflix or just laying on the bed and just being lazy if you want to if you want to be physically active at 50 if you want to be a man or a woman who's physically active at 55 and 60 and not be dependent on somebody to do your work then this is the this is what should be the most motivating thing ever that you don't want to be there there should not be any any source of dependency on anybody like everybody works hard to be independent right everybody wants to be independent at the end of the day everybody chooses a, chooses a lifestyle to be independent so why are we so dependent on some third person to give you motivation to be to be fit right so that's that's something that these are the conversations you should have in your head saying that why are you doing this right right so today if you say that okay i'm doing it because i want six pack which is a good goal i'm not saying that's a bad goal i'm not saying that's superficial nothing it's a very good goal to start off with or if you say that okay i want to lose weight it's a good goal but you got to also understand that six packs will happen and then what happens after that right so you <laughs> what happens yeah, after that so these are the goals that you need to figure out much in advance okay after i get my six pack or after i lose certain amount of weight now i want to get into something real like probably i want to get stronger i want to get more endured i want to be picking up a skill that will help me get better in my day to day life basically pick up a sport stuff like that so it's yeah right so it's fitness is just not restricted in the boundaries of a gym fitness is not restricted in the boundaries of a swimming pool the whole world's a gym right if you actually look around you can do so much you can do so much with your body you can do so much with the things available around you so it's not just saying that okay the gym shut i can't go work out or you can go for a run you can go for a hike on a sunday with your family you can go play a sport with your family or your friends or you can just go do so, so much around with the nature and just enjoy the moment that you spend but the thing is the hustle is so real right now the world that these things really are not tangible and seen right because it's an intangible intangible till you actually experience the benefit of it like fitness today if you work out for 7 8 months the only thing that you probably see visibly is weight loss and six pack but what is happening inside you probably don't know now you're sleeping better which you don't really think about you're you're happy because uh, right. you know that a uh, fit mind always is somebody is some it all fit mind is always something that will 
help somebody to make these decisions that will put them in a place that okay listen what's the max that's going to happen i might fail but it's okay i've done that in the gym you've experienced failure in the gym right that's a place where you've seen failure also like not everybody who walks into the gym achieves their goal in the stipulated time they fail they hurt they injure but what happens after that they come back mm-hmm. they fix it and they've experienced the pain the the whole feel of not being there and they what they've done they've gone to achieve it so already in the ma- mind you know that there's something called as a failure but there is a point where you go beyond failure and get on to it so fitness is just not okay go to the gym get a nice body and walk out of it no that's not so this is these are the conversation we probably want to put into our clients head also so this is why our gym which is a community based fitness fun whatever we, we some days we just dance in the gym like basically we none of us are good dancers but you just want to groove sometimes you don't want to work out you want to lift weights you want to just have fun you want to just crack jokes you want to go out like for example tomorrow is a is a good 50 km cycle even that we probably host absolutely i really like the part about uh, what you said in terms of uh, you know getting that six pack walking out of the gym or not realizing the other consequences of working out which is sleeping better thinking about longevity of health and life and doing fun things that don't just involve sitting on the couch like going on a hike or doing something in nature you know uh, i always forget how great i feel after taking a walk or doing something active which ideally should help me fuel the next time i do something because i should ride from one high to the next high in some sense yep like i've always said previously you know crazy goals right i need to fit into my college fans or uh, you know something equally outrageous that way and then i lose interest a month or so because the goal isn't achieved fast enough so how important is goal setting for fitness should one even set it uh, nothing i i honestly believe in that anything that you do not have a goal or vision with is you are bound to hit a dead end and it's bound to be a failure because um, you need to know where you're heading to right only then you can take some um, tough decisions around and i i might sound like a scientist right now but this is how this is how it's supposed to be done like you need to have a goal even if it's to just fit into the college pants it's a good goal but the key is why are you why why do you want to fit in those pants a lot of people don't ask that why they they just set a goal and then they don't they just as a like, why why do you want to fit in the pants i would want to ask you because you think that that's a goal so i would probably ask why do you want to fit in those pants is there an event if yeah i don't see, know i just yeah. set a yeah, goal so that's it thing. a lot of people don't ask the why are you choosing this particular goal like how you, how why would if i would ask you that okay you studied a particular course i would ask you why did you choose this particular course in your college or in your uh, whatever and you will have an answer to it right you will like okay i want to be a doctor mm-hmm. so i studied mbbs i want to help people with their sickness i want to do perform heart surgeries i want to be a surgeon or whatever but have you not noticed a lot of people say that oh, i want six pack why they'll say i look good why do you want to look good for my friends and eventually or for the world or so the whole equation about you feeling great about the six pack is missing so if you mm-hmm. if you possibly let go of that person who's giving you that motivation to get six pack the goal also drops with it right so a lot of times we just let, yeah so this right. is the thing a lot of time we ask these tough questions that why 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 till i don't hear the word i want to be happy in these <laughs> pants or i want to feel like a young woman or a young person again or i want to be 
that kind of person all through my life saying that i want to be a 20 year old all through my life that is a good goal to answer to right let's just switch a little uh, switch a little gears out here uh, what does a healthy diet mean to you because obviously one goes with the other right um, okay again a healthy diet is for as for me is a very man made uh, it's a man made term right like most of the things i probably i have a lot of conflicts a lot of nutritionists and a lot of people around because a lot of these things are man made so uh, healthy diet would be something right. that is sustainable for me i would call a healthy diet as something that you can sustain in be happy look forward to right a diet which mm. you cannot do either of the three things then boss you are hitting failure for sure some day or the other i wouldn't say that okay biryani is healthy sure. or broccoli is healthy i wouldn't get to that i know a lot of people who've eaten biryani but worked their ass off and created themselves as the most fittest or whatever people around and there are people who have done eaten broccoli also have done it so there's no great diet it's a it's about how you sustain it and how much do you look forward to it right if you can do if you can get both of this into your onto your plate then you are hitting jackpot yeah so that's my take on diet and nutrition there's wow. there's no one particular diet there's nothing there's no good or there's no bad because i don't know who's who's created the whole system of uh, eating healthy because it's all man made before we, we were hungry we used to go eat we were hungry we used to hunt we used to be hungry we used to figure our food out right now uh, the i for me even understanding yeah. the concept of breakfast lunch and dinner sometimes when i when i keep thinking and thinking and thinking it's a process of evolution and uh, it's a very man made like it's a very man created stuff that you got to wake up even though you're not hungry got to eat breakfast and then 130 the school bell rings you have to eat that big box it's created yeah it's it's inculcated right. in you in a way that it becomes a habit and that's that's exactly is the problem like if yeah. i were to get married and have kids i wouldn't force like honestly to my family this would be the thing that i wouldn't wake up and tell them listen you have to have a glass of milk and two eggs and have a breakfast and go to school if you're hungry the food's here go eat it it should be the approach to the whole thing and i'm i'm a, there is no way in on this earth that anybody who has resources to eat food will will willingly starve and not eat food so there will be a point when you you yourself feel okay i'm hungry right now yeah. i need to order some food or i need to get some food that's the right time to actually eat it could be 3:30 in the afternoon it could be 10 pm the whole reason why people junk eat is because of these man created habits <laughs> yeah phenomenal three tips to get us up and moving uh up and moving is basically uh, you got to pick a sport up for sure like you never i would say that there's nobody on this planet who's old enough to not play a sport no matter what age are you at you have to pick a sport up it could be just racing with your grandchild every day in the morning 10 times and try to beat that little kid that could be also a sport sport is like anything that involves competitive spirit is something that you need to pick because it teaches you a lot uh-huh. it teaches you victory it teaches you failure it teaches you how to fail and win again right so these are life lessons that probably this will, a sport teaches you a sport teaches you to be a better person right the second tip would be uh, hydrate yourself as much as you can uh, it's a most underrated conversation that a lot of people have unless you have kidney stones nobody really talks about got to drink water got to drink water you got to drink water 
because we usually don't drink water at all. We are so beverage prone uh, um, species right now that we would probably prefer a diet coke or a coffee or mm -hmm. because it's still fluid, right? People still ingest it. People don't like the taste of water. So hydrate yourself. Yeah. It's the most unspoken conversation that uh, hydration is the key to a lot of things that probably are happening in your body, right? A lot of toxins get washed off. You need to clear. It's like a car and an engine, right? You would oil it. You would clean it every day. Why would you spend 500 bucks in cleaning your engine and getting your car washed? It's because, you know, there's dirt. You want to remove it. The body, who's removing the dirt out of your body in the in the process, right? It's the water that flushes the thing down. And the third tip would be uh, sleep. Nobody talks about right. sleep. Like water, at least somebody says I have five liters. I don't know how somebody arrived at five liters, but have water. Uh, five liters of water was a conversation that a lot of people talk about, but sleep nobody talks about. It's the it's the most unspoken, the most healthiest form of uh, uh, living being is sleep. A good eight hours of sleep is a boon. And if somebody is not sleeping for eight hours, there's some problem. This is these are the indicators to a lot of things in life. Right. If I know somebody's not sleeping well, it's because they're not eating well, they're not uh, working out, they have a lot of stress, and your body repairs in sleep. You might take 300 supplements, you might have, uh, you might watch unlimited episodes of uh, laughter ch challenge and laugh your ass off, and you might look the most, you might not have the, you might not have any troubles of the world. But if you're not sleeping well, that's an indicator that your mind is at stress and your body's not recovering or repaired. Because the, the sleep, out of which the eight hours of your sleep, you have only four hours of deep sleep that goes into your repair mode. And that, that is where the repair yeah. happens. And somebody who's sleeping eight hours, they can move mountains. Trust me, they can move mountains because they respect their brain and brain needs that sleep. The people who, and there are people who wake up grumpy and say that, listen, I'm grumpy and not a morning person is because they do not sleep well. There are a lot of people. I would yeah, say so that a lot of people complain to themselves saying, I'm not a morning person. Okay, you're, why are you not a morning person? Because morning is the most important time of your life, the day. You've got to be fully fresh, you've got to be fully active, you've got to be doing things that you probably won't do in the evening. It's because of their lifestyle that's gone so bad and their emphasis on sleep is not, because people. Stay up till 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, watch TV, wake up at 6 o'clock. Obviously, you're going to be groggy, you're going to be grumpy because your brain's not recovered. And everything happens up there. It's like the CPU of your body. And if yeah. your brain's not recovered, brain's not happy, you're not going to be happy. You don't you don't feel emotions out of your heart. You feel emotions out of your brain because that's something that's triggering everything in your head. Endorphins, yes. But again, where do the endorphins go? Where does the whole trigger of yeah? So at the end of the day, the Absolutely. whole control system sitting on your shoulders that nobody really speaks about. So sleep. So three things is pick a sport up, hydrate yourself as much as you can, and sleep in the night as much as you can. Not the day sleep. Day sleep is not counted. Never. Because if there's any amount of light that uh, goes into your eyes, and if it's not dark enough, your brain senses um, activity and will not put you to sleep. Very smart. The brain is very smart. Like, I think a lot of people don't and uh, do not really know the value of what amount of uh, uh, work, even the scientists have not fully discovered. Like, the, there's so many articles that you probably want to go around and check. Scientists have still only explored 10% of our brain. And out of the 10%, you see everything around the world. Like, everything that is out is just because of the 10% of the brain. So, imagine there is 
so much more to Without explore it. inside our head and you have that with you and you look for somebody else to do it for you it's not going to happen it starts with your head and it's the most powerful thing that you need to understand and take care of that was a phenomenal session if you've got any additional questions for huzefa let us know in the comment section and we'll get some answers for you mental conditioning has a huge impact on your fitness journey as well as your well-being small changes in habits will have a lasting impact knowing it and actually doing it unfortunately requires some will power i struggle with it every day so you're not alone figure out the why why are you doing it and what will it mean for you it'll help you stay the course till this change becomes a habit and an enjoyable habit at that you'll start to surely feel the difference until next time stay awesome Thank you.